0: Previously, on Jawbreaker's podcast.
1: I guess caustic liquid was leaking. That's all that we know for now. They had to have people in hazmats come out. Also, our apartment's haunted. Which room is that even coming from? Alexis just dipped the jiggliest hot tamale peep. (laughs) <laughs> into her peep tail. Okay, so last week at some point I said let's watch Passion of the Christ for Easter episode. <laughs> like, this movie is harder to watch than Human Centipede. No,
2: actually, like it is like disturbing.
1: I started looking at IMDb reviews in the middle and it was 10
2: out of 10. Beautiful. Beautiful, moving, only movie that's made me cry in my entire life. I like the idea of asking Tommy Six if he had seen Passion of the Christ and he's like, oh, no, that's Way too scary. A serious, handsome, excruciating film that radiates total commitment. I can't disagree except for handsome. Also,
1: I have kind of the opposite complaint that I had about Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I don't think there was enough music. I
2: never thought it was going to end. It just kept going. (laughs) I get that it's the point, but it's... You made it like, like 20 minutes ago.
0: And that's what you missed last week.
1: And this week, Alexis and I are talking about Taylor Swift, her career, and a lot of other things, of course, because Taylor Swift is such a keystone for the culture of the United States that we end up talking about all kinds of other stuff. You could have heard this episode a while ago on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Nurmer Our episodes do get posted there first, and you can also hear next week's episodes and the following week's episodes Uh, about the jonas brothers we're doing the jonas brothers individually uh leading up to their new album so you can hear that on the patreon as well i hope you enjoy this episode
0: you're listening to jawbreakers the show hosted by the pittsburgh area's top trend forecasters alexis and Susie. grab some candy in your headphones pull up a seat near super loud railroad track and get ready for pop culture news so fake you'll have to wonder if they're lying
2: Did you hear when, okay, in the last podcast, the fire alarm kept going off? The Mm -hmm. smoke alarm? Did you by chance listen to the whole thing when you went away to get it one of the times? Yeah. And I told the secret.
1: Wow, you don't even listen to this show.
2: (laughs) You want to know the last episode I listened to? (laughs) No, I actually listened to most of them. And then the Miley Cyrus was really hard to listen to. That's weird. And then I didn't get through Miley Cyrus. Just because
1: uh, that was a while ago.
2: No, I but then I still kept listening, and then Olivia Rodrigo, I remember listening to it. I was walking in Vienna and Ithaca, and I was going up the hill.
1: You haven't listened since Ithaca?
2: I was going up the hill. <laughs> and I was like, I hate the show. I think I've had enough. What was that? I think I've had enough. Millie Bobby Brown
1: is engaged at 19. Isn't she 11?
2: Did you just find that out? Isn't she eleven? <laughs> That's good. I read that on the Twitter. Is she actually engaged?
1: Yeah. Wow, dude. Um, bon- John Bon Jovi's son.
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna say John Bon Jovi. Oh god, <laughs> that that we can't let this
1: happen. That would there would have to be an uproar, right? Yeah, we can't let that happen. But you know how she Sorry. posted her engagement by quoting Lover lyrics.
2: Lover from taylor swift but doesn't she know that taylor and her guy allegedly broke up who lovers about
1: what you think she was doing it on purpose
2: to be mean to rub it in her face (laughs) is that what you think wow that was that's low even for you millie bobby brown that's low (laughs) we're used to you doing homophobic things (laughs) oh that poor kid (laughs) you know how i always complain about how my hoodie strings disappear And I get really annoyed about it. Mm -hmm. Well, I finally bought a pack (laughs) of your soda. That tastes like potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) Still uh, trying to finish those peps by Pepsi.
1: (laughs) That's so true.
2: (laughs) Anyhow. Okay. So I bought a 30 pack of hoodie strings. And the thing to put your strings through the hoodie. <laughs> and I was livid when they got here. Because it's like seven colors. Well, I guess... Is there 15 fucking colors? There's 15 colors. And this one hoodie, I really wanted a bright orange string through it. And it's fucking peach! It's not even orange.
1: I'm so sorry to it's hear that. It's
2: peach. And then just like the weirdest No orange colors. out of
1: 15 options.
2: Out of 15 options. There's like three they didn't have greens. R-G-Biv? They have three greens, a couple of blues, one dark red like maroon. They have one yellow, they have a brown, they have a white, a gray, a black. There's not even a pink.
1: That is crazy.
2: There's like the little there's these metal, little metal things around all the ends and I hate them. So, I've been prying them off with my fingers, and then I bite off the plastic part. Anyhow, so I have cuts on my thumbs, and then I burned myself on a candle yesterday, so I'm out of commission. It hurts to text. You can't text anymore. No, because I was prying. No text, metal. no
1: tweet, <laughs> no comment. Do you know what would help? <laughs> what a very funny candy
2: oh yeah let's do that do you want some starry in your pepsi peeps oh no that's okay
1: i appreciate it though are you ready yeah for a very funny candy
2: i'm gonna guess it's like a weird shape The it 24 24- oh <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> oh wow isn't that funny over one pound of candy inside. Six three ounce bags of cookie dough bites. It is bigger. It is like the size of your torso.
1: It is is two scale of like one of the smaller boxes of cookie dough bites. But it's just big. But it's the normal cookie dough bites. But inside they're normal, yeah. I wow. think. Shall we open it? Yeah. would you
2: get that at Ollie's?
1: Ollie. Ollie's. Ollie's. Introducing Dolish, edible cookie dough. I had
2: a friend who moved to Tucson. We met in Tucson, and then they were from Delaware. And once I had moved to New York, they texted me one day, and they're like, "Hey, on the East Coast, there's this place called Ollies. Is there an equivalent in Tucson?" No, not really. And I like had nothing.
1: One, two. This
2: is great for me because I just
1: three. Anna. Four. Wow. Five. Six. Ah, ah, ah. Wow. Six
2: bags. (laughs) That's so silly. What are the odds you just walk into a movie theater with that?
1: Do I try to hide it? No. I just, like, under my arm?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, set it on the counter while you try to find change. (laughs) (laughs) And then you buy more. But I concession- like, don't worry,
1: it's not gonna take away from my concession sales.
2: <laughs> Honestly, cookie dough bites make me pretty happy. They're delicious. Do you ever have them frozen? Mm-hmm. It says try them frozen. You got a few bags.
1: Yeah, we could probably freeze at least one.
2: <laughs> I come home and there's a whole other box in the freezer. <laughs> CandiesASAP.com. Wow, they have a lot of websites to check out. Look at their link tree.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, they just printed a whole link tree. I'm gonna pull up their Twitter. Do you think they pay for being verified on Twitter?
2: Mmm, not yet. I don't think they're active enough. Whoa! Peanut butter cookie dough bites. Fudge brownie cookie dough bites. Cookies and cream bites. Cinnamon bun bites. Birthday cake cookie dough bites, red velvet cupcake bites.
1: Those all sound delicious.
2: I want to try the cinnamon bun bites.
1: They retweeted someone who made a ranking, 1 through 15, of movie theater candy. And they put cookie dough bites at number 4.
2: What's at number 3 and 2 and 1?
1: Okay, well this person's deranged, so they put... Snow Caps at number one.
2: Okay, so this person is an idiot.
1: This person (laughs) doesn't have a tongue. Sour Patch Kids at number two. No, the Sour Patch Kids removed their tongue. (laughs) M&M's at three.
2: Snow Caps? Have you ever enjoyed Snow Caps?
1: No one has. They have Goobers on this list.
2: I love Goobers. Goobers, ugh. Goobers, dark chocolate raisinettes. Cookie Dough Bites, and Butterfinger Bites. You know when you go to Walgreens and there's like the four for five or whatever? And you get four movie theater candy boxes? Yeah. Goobers, dark chocolate raisinettes, cookie dough bites, Butterfinger Minis. I'm set. What are you doing with four
1: boxes of candy?
2: Well, it's like, you gotta get the deal. Right,
1: right, right. Because right, right, right. why
2: are you going to spend $1. fifty on a box of Goobers when you could spend a dollar?
1: Should we make some popcorn? Everyone's like, this tastes so good with popcorn. Oh,
2: mix them in the pop- is Don't people do that
1: with milk duds? I don't really want to mix them, but I would like eat them separately right. together. Would
2: you put, would you do at least one handful of both?
1: Yeah, I would, I would. <laughs> okay. You don't want it all in one bowl. I don't want them in the same bowl. Yeah.
2: Are you at com? You haven't been to grandma's, cookie or grandma's candy here, have you? I have not. Grandpa Joe's candy?
1: I don't remember who. Still no. I haven't been to any elderly folks' candy.
2: Do you like muddy bears? No. Have you ever had them? Yes. You didn't like them? No. You had the opportunity to eat them and you said, I don't like this? I don't like them. I love muddy bears.
1: I don't like chocolate and gummy mixed.
2: I love chocolate and gummy mixed. Has anyone ever told you your yuck can be my yum? Um. Uh, and then there's a go big. It's this box of. It's
1: a giant normal.
2: Okay, I know I just made a whole thing about muddy bears. That's too much muddy bears. A pound? Nobody needs that many muddy bears.
1: Ooh, the birthday cake ones look scary. They look like clown balls.
2: Oh, they are scary. They do
1: look like clown balls. (laughs) That was the
2: perfect way to describe them. (laughs) Oh, affiliate program. Okay. If you're a passionate reviewer, content creator, or curator who would like to refer your audience to products on the Candy ASAP website, you may be the right fit. After you apply, our social media team will check your application and reach out to you with a decision within two business days. If your application is approved, you'll be given a 10% discount code to share on your platform with your followers. You will earn 10% commission on all sales that use your signed code. Commission checks are paid m- once monthly. Click below to apply.
1: We have like a thousand followers.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it? Tweets? Yeah. It's Ariana
0: Grande.
1: Oh. Uh, do you watch that?
0: Like- no. I'm not good at it and I don't like it, but I just wanted to address your concerns about my body and talk a little bit about what it means to be a person with a body and to be seen and to be paid such close attention to. I think we could be, I think we should be gentler and less comfortable commenting on people's bodies, no matter what. If you think you're saying something good or well-intentioned, whatever it is, healthy, unhealthy, big, small, this, that, sexy, not sexy. I, I don't, we just shouldn't, we should really work towards not doing that as much. There are ways to compliment someone or to ignore something that you see that you don't like um, that I think we should help each other work towards just to aim towards being safer and keeping each other safer. Um, but I just also wanted to say one, There are many different kinds of beautiful, there are many different ways to look healthy and beautiful. I know personally for me, the body that you've been comparing my current body to was the unhealthiest version of my body. I was on a lot of antidepressants and drinking on them and eating poorly and at the lowest point of my life when I looked the way you consider my healthy. But that, in fact, wasn't my healthy, um, and I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't have to explain that, but I do feel like maybe having an openness and some sort of vulnerability here will be something. Like good might come from it. I don't know. I don't know. But that's the first thing. Healthy can look different. The second thing is you never know what someone is going through. So even if you are coming from a loving place and a caring place, that person probably is working on it or has a support system that they are working on it with, and you never know. So be gentle with each other and with yourselves. And thirdly, um, the third one's unrelated, I guess. I just wanted to extend some love your way and tell you that you're beautiful.
2: Hmm. I feel like I didn't realize she was online. She's
1: not. That's, like, the only thing she's ever posted. I remember
2: she posted something, like, on Mac's birthday or something, and everyone freaked out.
1: Yeah, she doesn't really post.
2: Yeah. Have you seen the thing about the crew from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide has been trying to get a reboot for as long as I can remember? (laughs) Since
1: the show was on.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, they have been consistently... (laughs) The guys, the main actor has been, like... Ned has been, like... Everybody wants a reboot. When I was, like, 19, I was like, hell yeah. Like, do an adult how to survive. Yeah, that's what we all need.
1: That's actually pretty clever.
2: Right. It was cute when we were all, like, 20, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, (laughs) who's the reboot But he's
2: tried so many times, and he's been so public about it. Also, I don't know if you know, but, like, the girl who played Moe's had, like, a racist thing, like, maybe a year or so ago. She, like, made fun of a TikTok trend it was like mostly black people doing it and she basically called it like pointless or something.
1: I remember this, yeah. And
2: her response was like worse. Like every time she responded she basically was like no, you're wrong. I'm not racist. Like and, and then, then it was
1: like a white person did the same thing and she was like stoked about it. Yeah, yeah, something pretty like much, that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And Ned like defended her and he's like Sometimes she doesn't know what she's saying. Not next. Everybody, and then, like, the cookie, the black guy, was like, no, that's not racist. So then everybody, so then the three of them just made a podcast called, like, Podcast Survival Guide. I don't know how they still have the rights to the name. (laughs) (laughs) It's like,
1: try me, bitch.
2: But they like recently tried to pitch it again to Nickelodeon, and they talked about it on Christie Carlson Romano's podcast. And they're like, "I don't know why Zoe One Hundred One got one, and we didn't." Also, nobody <laughs> wants Zoe One Hundred One to have a reboot. No, no.
1: <laughs> they also don't really want a Ned's to climb. They, really,
2: <laughs> they really, don't. <laughs> and he's just like, "It's because Dan's not on ours," and he's like doing this whole thing, and they're like, "Don't, sure. don't, mm, gross." <laughs> I think every Nickelodeon boy should never say that man's name.
1: Dan Schneider? Yeah.
2: Unless they're going to say. Is gross? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Dude,
1: I feel like Dan Schneider is ultra evil.
2: Also, you know someone, like, just like in the workplace, you know someone who had, like, a fucked up power structure, like some man who treated the boys differently and then was yeah. disgusting towards the girls.
1: Like, that's just, like,. Why are all the boys like? Well, he didn't. Right. He didn't do anything. He was just to hard me. on us. He didn't write me a weird subplot where my feet were visible. <laughs> he didn't make me jack off a banana on the iCarly set. Right.
2: <laughs> you know the only boy who could talk about what Dan Schneider because I trust him. Nathan. Is that
1: Nathan Cress?
2: That's not what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> Freddie from I, Carly is what I was going to say. What were you going to say?
2: The guy from Victorious? Beck. Beck. Yeah. I think Beck would be straight up.
1: Beck, Beck. I think, has said things about Dan Snyder. Yeah, I think like, he has. Um, actually, well, he's at least
2: said that they were all drunk all the time.
1: <laughs> right. uh, I might be conflicting his story with Jeanette McCurdy's story. The Victorious kids were all, like, drunk on set, and Dan yeah. Schneider encouraged it, for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. And, like, well, Jeanette McCurdy has talked about how, like, he... I think it was, like,
1: Jeanette McCurdy was, like, Dan Schneider would compare the iCarly kids to the Victorious yeah. kids, and would be like, well, Avon's drunk right now.
2: Right. And, and then Avon's posted TikTok, like, I blacked out. I was blacked out for the whole series. I don't remember <laughs> I've Avon. never seen an episode of Victorious. <laughs> I don't know what happens.
1: yeah. Really fun. Good times. Thanks.
2: But anyhow, the Ned's a classified podcast, whatever, TikTok, posted something where they were like, it was f- some TikTok trend where they were like mad about Zoe 101. And everyone's like, shut up. Shut up. Like, stop. Get over. Also, and also everyone's like, you clearly just don't have a career. Most people are trying to get as far away from their childhood star. But just stop.
1: Ned like Ned, write a book or something.
2: I followed Ned when he got into Burning Man. It was a strange time. But that's when I was like, Yeah, come back, Ned. You know? Sure.
1: Well, couldn't he do like surviving thirty?
2: He could. he wants to. <laughs> yeah, sorry, him. wait,
1: that's my bad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think well now everyone's like, Yeah, you pitched it after Lindsay Shaw had her like racism thing. They're not gonna wanna No, they don't wanna also, the only reboot we want is Lizzie McGuire. Like, there's nobody who doesn't want a Lizzie McGuire reboot. Name one person. Mm. Name five. <laughs> <laughs> well, Did you know that they shot, they did all of the recordings for Super Mario over Zoom?
1: <laughs> I mean... Ah. We gotta see that movie
2: i heard it's really good
1: i heard it was good too it broke a record for box office opening weekend it like beat frozen or something
2: it's just with things like beating box office and like voter turnout
1: there's just more people (laughs) that's what i'm always thinking about (laughs) also box office one thing that you gotta keep in mind with box office it's literally about the money numbers.
2: It's not about the ticket numbers.
1: No. So, like, if ticket prices go up...
2: <laughs> that's so stupid. I've never thought about that.
1: And it's the same for kids' movies. Kids' che- kids ticket prices are cheaper. Mm-hmm. So if there's a movie that's mostly towards kids, the ticket prices right. are down because half the sales are for children.
2: Huh. I've never thought about that. And if it's a movie towards seniors...
1: Awesome <laughs> yeah. dad, because you got the same The movies got... towards student ID holders.
2: <laughs> the movies towards military members.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be cheaper.
2: If it's <laughs> the movies towards people who go on half off Tuesdays <laughs> It's gonna be way down.
1: But three D. Oh yeah. Way up. Real X D. Yeah, you could see a 3D XD Mario. You could see both. You could see one or the other, or at the same time, or normal. But why would you do that? Sounds silly.
2: Do they still make you wear glasses in 3D movies? Oh, <laughs> didn't we see Ireland? Didn't they make us wear glasses in Ireland? Yeah, we watched. I- <laughs> we had glasses for Ireland. <laughs> Alexis
1: and I went to the museum one time To watch a 40 minute movie about Ireland
2: (laughs) It was like a student film And I mean that in Derogatory Yeah, it's like an 8th grade student film
1: (laughs) With a huge budget Yeah With drone shots But not enough drone shots Not enough drone shots (laughs) Too many student film shots
2: Mm -hmm. Too many slides Did you see the TikTok I sent you? About Lo-Fi Girl?
1: No. Did she die? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Lo-Fi Girl... Let me try and explain this. Lo-Fi Girl is like 24 hours streaming. It's just Lo-Fi Beats. And it's just this girl on a computer with her cat.
1: It's a cartoon. it's, yeah, like, it's a like a cartoon drawing. Girl.
2: And it's just that same picture. So then Lo-Fi Girl started tweeting and was like, I, wonder, I always wonder what my cat's looking at. That at that blue light out the window. Like, what's on that light? And then the lo-fi channel... All of a sudden, like, the girl gets up. And she's, like, out of frame. <clears throat> and the cat's out of frame. And it starts zooming in closer and closer. Over this 24-hour stream. And then you're inside of the blue room. And then and then it goes closer and closer. When did they do this? Like over Recently. The, Like, today. <gasps> and then, like, when you're inside of the blue room, there's... Like, there's a door, and then eventually they open the door. And now there's, like, a hi-fi boy. Oh, see?
1: Oh. He looks just like her. He does. Oh, and he has a dog? Yeah. Classic. Oh, it's Synthwave. Yeah. I mean, she's been streaming for, like... Five years or something.
2: <laughs> the other day at work, I put on Lo-Fi Disney. How did that go? It was like a Kuna Magatana Lo-Fi like instrumental. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you like Disney? Are you a big D-head?
2: <laughs> Are you calling me a dickhead? <laughs> Are you a D-adult? no i definitely <laughs> you're not no like it's I. it's not a secret i even if i wanted to say i was like i wouldn't stand a chance
1: no in the in the disney adult olympics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely not you would not no.
2: i've had fun at disneyland like i would go to disneyland again i would go to disney world
1: yeah no that's fun
2: i think it's fun but i'm not like a die you don't hard.
1: like rewatch sleeping beauty
2: i couldn't tell you the last time i watched sleeping beauty
1: you don't rewatch Bambi.
2: No. You don't watch Alice in though.
1: Wonderland.
2: I do watch. Lizzie McGuire.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's not as that's not like okay. So you're in, not like my favorite's
2: Tigger. In high school, we had like for our senior spirit week, we had a Disney day, and I dressed up as the little cartoon from Lizzie. M- Why are you saying that? You were part of this.
1: I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Mind your business. (laughs) Just,
2: I was trying to remember. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I dressed up as like the little cartoon from *Lizzie McGuire*, and she wears like the orange flip-flops, the capris, the pink tank. And this girl at school said that I was lazy and that I didn't try. And she was dressed as like she was just as what she was just as ursula and she like went all out like full-blown had fucking tentacles and makeup and like did a whole thing and she called <laughs> me lazy and she's like you didn't even try and I'm like this is my favorite disney character i was being dead ass like this is my favorite disney character and she was like oh so you did have to like find
1: a few things yeah you didn't just, like, write Lizzie on a shirt.
2: No! I had my little Dis- I had a Lizzie doll with me.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
2: And she told me I was lazy. Are you a Disney adult? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite Disney character?
1: Definitely Star Wars. Is my favorite. <laughs>
2: Star Wars is your favorite Disney character. <laughs> you want to talk about taylor swift sure she's from pennsylvania
1: um how does that make you feel on a scale of one to ten <laughs> makes me feel seven
2: <laughs> <laughs> who are you more proud of taylor swift or christina aguilera
1: christina aguilera
2: because i know she's from wexford and I don't know what part Taylor Swift is
1: from. Taylor's from West Reading, which is Eastern Pennsylvania.
2: Uh, closer to Philly.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. Has a total area of 0. 0.6 square miles. In <laughs> the 2020 what? the 2020 census, it had 4,500 people. 4,500 wow. people. Ooh. Boo! <laughs> no one likes that part of Pennsylvania. No,
2: it's all about Wexford.
1: Taylor. Allison Swift, born December 13th, 1989. Her genre-spanning discography, songwriting, and artistic reinventions have received critical praise and wide media coverage. Now, what kind of first sentence is that? <laughs> Swifty wrote that. She moved to Nashville at age 14 to become a country artist. Her 2006 self-titled debut album made her the first female country artist to win a U.S. Platinum Certified Album. That's pretty cool. She's won over 500 awards.
2: How is that possible? <laughs> well, that's, that also counts like...
1: Like if we gave her an award? Right. No, I don't think so.
2: <laughs> um, they renamed... Her first stop for her tour was in F- Glendale, Arizona. Phoenix. This year? Yeah. And they renamed it Swift City while she was there.
1: Fe- they renamed Phoenix Swift City? Glendale. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Phoenix. No, you're right.
2: And then when she went to Texas, they gave her a key to the city. And it's just... What are we doing, man?
1: (laughs) She's the coolest. Who? Taylor Swift. The what? The coolest.
2: What do you think Pennsylvania is going to give her?
1: Um, the Liberty Bell.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's so funny.
1: (laughs) That happens in The Master of Disguise. They give someone the Liberty Bell? Yeah, but they give it to, um... I don't remember All the celebrities in that movie are like Relevant to that time period I think Christine Aguilera is in it Oh It's like Derek Jeter or some shit I forget who they give the Liberty Bell to
2: Is this Derek Jeter like a football player or something?
1: Yeah it was like a big guy
2: <laughs> <laughs> The Rock
1: I looked it up It was Jesse Ventura
2: Thanks for the Liberty Bell guys I'll bring it right back Oh and uh Remember, that's an action figure, not a doll. Oh my god, I tweeted this thing the other day that I thought was so funny. Can I read my tweet?
1: Yeah, did it get a lot of likes?
2: Less than I'd like. (laughs) It got four, but I feel like it deserved at least six. I'm gonna pin it, hold on. Okay, it's pinned That was the tweet. (laughs) Can someone make Vienna a shirt that says, My mom is listening to Neutral Milk Hotel really loudly on her headphones and she can't hear you. To answer your question, she has no idea what I'm mixed with. I know, you've never seen a dog like me. Have a nice day. (laughs) But, today, I was thinking about that tweet and how funny it was. You know, I was walking and I was listening to not Neutral Milk Hotel, but it was really loud some lady pulled up her car and was talking to me uh like turned off my music i was like i'm sorry what and she's like brown black and white beagle <laughs> i was like no i don't know what she's mixed with and then she was like no and i was like wait did you ask if i've seen a beagle and she was like yeah and i felt oh horrible i felt like I was this lady's looking for her
1: dog <laughs> And you just assume it's about Vienna.
2: Yeah, and then she had... Also, like, from where she stopped, like, I don't think she could have seen her. Aww. She was I felt really bad. Dog, I yeah. looked really hard for that dog. And then she's like, oh, your dog's cute. And I was like, I'm so, I feel so horrible right now.
1: <laughs> I would have just given her Vienna. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you want this one? <laughs> if I was you. <laughs> Anyhow. Taylor
1: Swift. Did you know her legal first name is Taylor? Yes. Yeah,
2: (laughs) do you think Kanye made her famous?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) No, I don't. That's a foolish, foolish opinion. (laughs) Do you think that? No, (laughs) but some people do. (laughs) Some people do. Some people whose name rhymes with Kanye (laughs) mess. Okay, so self-titled debut album made her the first female country artist to write a U.S. Platinum Certified album. Then the next two albums explored country pop. What's her first album? Country. Her first album is a self-titled? Mm-hmm. Self-titled country album. The I next two albums were was. Fearless and Speak Now. Fearless is 08. Speak Now is 2010.
2: Oh, this is the one that has the teardrops on my guitar. Great song. Um, our song, slam You know what our song always makes me think of in middle school. Uh, my friend was telling me how in one of her classes she had to get up and say the lyrics of a song and not sing it. I can't possibly imagine what class this was for. <laughs> we don't. I don't think we had art. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't like yeah. It wasn't like creative speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it was like seventh grade, and she said. I chose our song. Do you know how impossible it is to say that song without rhythm? I think about it regularly. I have no other reason to think of that, girl. Our song is the... It's a hard song (laughs) to do that to.
1: Maybe like English class?
2: I don't know. But I think about it a lot. All right, continue.
1: Fearless had Love Story and You Belong With Me. They're the first country songs to top the U.S. pop charts. That's Great song. That's pretty cool accomplishment, actually. Okay, I'm I've had enough getting licked. Yeah. I gave you, I think, 11 warnings. You're soft. Be <laughs> Okay. Then in 2012, we got Red, which had We're Never Getting Back Together. And it eschewed her country image in her synth-pop album, 1989, (gasps) which came out in 2014. It had Shake It Off, Blank Space, and Bad Blood.
2: Which one had I Knew You Were Trouble? I think it's on red. Uh, I'm only saying that because I remember listening to it senior year.
1: And then Reputation came out in 2017.
2: Is that true? wow 2017 that's crazy i feel like all of her songs before lover came out in high school like i know i'm wrong (laughs) yeah but do you remember that video where it's like the trouble song with the screaming goat yeah (laughs) i saw a tiktok video of someone at one of her shows and when she sang that song he screamed, all I can think about is the goat at the concert. Oh, my God. <laughs> i had forgotten about that dang goat.
1: Mm, and then she got a new record label in 2018 and released Lover. Wow. Followed by the autobiographical documentary Miss Americana. We've all seen it. Then she ventured into indie folk and alternative rock. Okay. Allegedly. I mean, allegedly, no one's ever heard the albums. I I, isn't it a christmas album folklore and evermore sounds okay. like christmas to me yeah evermore sounds like a christmas tree folklore sounds like a christmas book yeah now we just need one called fireplace and yule log yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah cardigan and willow topped the hot 100 willow Could've fooled
2: me do you mean willow smith topped the hot 100 when she re- when she released the song On the four five got a vibe you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby are you coming <laughs> for a ride
1: i just want to look into your eyes <clears throat> willow song stylized in all lowercase is a song by american singer-songwriter taylor swift released on december 11th 2020 the opening track of her ninth oh. studio album evermore it is its lead single willow is a chamber folk love song making use of several metaphors to convey the singer's romantic state of mind, such as portraying her life as a willow tree, overpicked guitars, glockenspiel, flute, strings, and percussion.
2: Okay, well, we're not 19 anymore. Yeah, we don't need, um, wait. (laughs) I haven't heard the word glockenspiel. I'm looking at a glockenspiel. (laughs) (laughs) You know when I bought that? I was 19. Isn't it like?
1: Ukulele adjacent.
2: Yeah. No, it's in the same... It's in the same wheelhouse? Yeah, it's in the same. When they you buy be- your glockenspiel, you buy your ukulele.
1: What's it, that one What's that one band called? Of Mice and Men? No. Yeah. Uh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Of Monsters and Men. Of Monsters and Men.
2: And, yeah. And what's that other one? Hey! Lumineer. Oh, just one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the Lumineer, so I don't think I need... Why would
2: I need this? I saw Head in the Heart live. Same. I was telling someone about that concert, and I was like, yeah, Lord was, like, one of the openers. And they're like, who closed? And I said, Head in the Heart, and they said, who? And I said, Rivers and Roads, and they said, I don't know. so <laughs> honestly, I don't know.
1: Yeah, if you don't know Rivers and Roads, you don't know Head in the Heart. <laughs> the Willow music video earned three nominations at the MTV VMAs.
2: It, it was... What is it, like, female...
1: They also released a before and after video.
2: Before and after what? The video. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Do they mean behind the scenes? Dude,
1: there's a blow by blow synopsis of what the music is. Blow video looks by like. blow? Yeah. Blow by blow synopsis. Blow this! <laughs> <clears throat> oh, it won a BMI award.
2: <laughs> Body mass index. <laughs> Broadcast
1: Music Inc. Stupid. Can I get
2: Broadcast Music Inc. What yeah. is the award? Best performed song of the year. What performance? A specific one. I hate shit like that. I'm oh. Owned- <laughs>
1: Is this why you're mad that she has won over 500 awards? Because like, what is that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I was gonna look up the Willow video and I was gonna watch it on mute. <laughs> and my most recent searches are Seal Team trailer, <laughs> Seal Team theme song, Bugs Bunny, Scary sounds and screams, <laughs> SpongeBob jellyfish. <laughs>
1: What's it like being a meme? I can't (laughs) wait to watch SEAL Team.
2: (laughs) Alright, sorry. (laughs) I just needed someone to know that.
1: The VMAs that it was nominated for were Best Pop.
2: I thought it was Folk.
1: It's Folk Pop. (laughs) Best Direction. And Best Art Direction. It won an award called 10 Songs I Wish I'd Written. (laughs) That's You're making that up. By the Nashville Songwriters Association. Are you kidding me? Not kidding.
2: Why is that an award? That's so immature.
1: 10 Songs I Wish I'd Written. Who's I? I am also wondering who I is.
2: Taylor looks like 11 in this video.
1: How did Willow reach number one on the Hot 100?
2: I've never heard this song. I'm not listening to it right now, but watching that. the music video, I know <laughs> I've never heard this song. Let's look at Cardigan. I know I've heard Cardigan.
1: I've heard Cardigan.
2: Oh, I've seen this clip from her live show. when she jumps into the water.
1: Oh, I've seen that too, actually, because isn't it just a hole in the stage? Yeah. Let's talk about Cardigan. The video has been described in the following dreamy cottagecore aesthetic featuring swift in three different settings a cozy cabin in the woods a moss-covered forest and a dark stormy sea
2: i'd rather god this music video is hurting me is it because like big swifties didn't have a hipster phase so that's why they're like wow this is like they were
1: normies when the rest of us were listening to maybe but i feel like there was like mumford and sons right Like, that was the...
2: That didn't... That wasn't very underground.
1: No. Edward
2: Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yeah,
1: Monkford was just out there with his sons. Yeah. He was just out and about. Edward was out there with his Magnetic Zeros. All of them. (laughs) All of 1,100 people. Uh Uh-huh. How how does Taylor Swift even make folk pop without 12 people in a band? (laughs) (laughs) She's just one person. (laughs) The Mowglies? You think they could do it (laughs) with just one person? I don't think they They could. They can't!
2: Even, like, group love. Yeah. What is this music video? I hate this. This just feels unnecessary for whatever this song sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no way this song needs this.
1: Okay, Cardigan was number one on the Hot 100.
2: What was it? Songs I Wish I Wrote? That Taylor Swift wrote? Songs I Wish I Wrote. Prestigious award.
1: (laughs) They choose someone that's, like, Nashville-based, they said.
2: They choose... Okay, that's so annoying. That's like if her high school gave her an award. Do we count that?
1: Well, the sus thing about it is, like, you move to Nashville when you're 14. Okay, sure. At one point, you're Nashville-based. Are you still... Like, you... After eighteen, was she still in Nashville?
2: <laughs> Wait, this actually makes me laugh. In twenty twenty two, they gave the award to A B C D E F U. Really? Oh, the year Lover won, also Old Town Road won.
1: First songs, I thought we wish we wrote. Yeah.
2: Also, the Bones. I don't know any. I don't know who this is, but you should know.
1: Thank you. Do you want to hear Rolling Stones' best song of twenty twenty? Yeah. Number ten, The Chicks' Gaslighter. Yeah, that was on repeat. Number nine, Harry Styles' Adore You. Never. Heard that of was it. number
2: ten. I'm sorry. That's I thought. I think it should be higher? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Number eight, Fiona Apple, Ladies. Number seven, BTS, Dynamite. Where's BTS at? Not saying there's. Didn't anything one wrong. of them get drafted? I heard that. I didn't. I didn't fact check it, but
2: I didn't either. I just read it.
1: Yeah, I probably saw like a screenshot of a tweet on TikTok and said, "Yep, that <laughs> happened." <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Dua Lipa. Don't start now.
2: Yeah. Love Number
1: five, Taylor Swift. August.
2: Who are these people? What is? Did people listen to these albums?
1: August, Sipped Away Like a Bottle of Wine. It's part of the trilogy that includes Betty and Cardigan.
2: Oh. Uh...
1: Apparently. Number four, The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. Scary. Don't like it. Number three, Christine and the Queens, People I've Been Sad. Can you repeat that number? <laughs> number three. Um. Uh, what's this list again? The Best Songs of 2020. Huh. Christine and the Queens captured the universal moment without with words in English and French about missing out, disappearing, and falling apart. Number two, Bob Dylan, Key West. <laughs> <laughs> <parentheses>, <laughs> philosopher Pirate. Shut the fuck up, Bob Dylan.
2: <laughs> Shut up. Wait, what? Who was it? Timothy Chalamet. Just <laughs> <laughs> <He doesn't>
1: a glitch. <laughs> yeah,
2: wasn't it? Timothy Chalamet I
1: playing think Bob so.
2: Dylan soon? I think so.
1: We gotta watch a weird owl movie with Dan. Ratcliffe. I do want
2: to watch that movie.
1: That's what we gotta do. Number yeah. one was Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. And Wop.
2: Good. That's After that t- horrifying be. list, <laughs> we deserved that.
1: Thirteen. Blackpink featuring Selena Gomez. Ice cream. That is a good song. <laughs> Now that is a song I can stand behind. Remember
2: when we were in an Uber and you said you liked Blackpink and then the Uber driver who didn't speak to us the whole time put only Blackpink on for the rest
1: of the ride? Wait, that guy fucking killed me. I think about him all the time. <laughs> he was playing Ice Spice when we got in. I swear to God, he oh, like that's added it to a spice. spreadsheet. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. And then he just, yep. These Uber drivers are doing experiments.
2: <laughs> uh, by the way. Most, if not all, of these songs are all country songs for the Nashville Songwriters Association International, or the NSAI. Well, Taylor Swift
1: used to be country. I don't know if you knew that.
2: Remember when she had, like, a country accent?
1: Yeah, and, like, denim.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Swift, I mean, I think just all fandoms are wild. Because she'll be, like, off stage, like, she just finished a show and she's, like, walking through the van or something. She's just wearing, like, comfortable clothes. <laughs> and those fans will be like, uh, It's so, I can't believe they make her wear all that sparkly stuff on stage. If this is how she really wants to be, this is how she should be. And then, like, other people are like, I think she just got done with this show and she just wants to be comfortable. I think she was She's probably into the sparkly yeah, stuff too. I think she has a spark. She's say. putting on a show. It's fine. <laughs> it's also like very different from like how miserable Harry's style looks. Well, yeah,
1: because we've never seen him wearing his comfies. Yeah. <laughs> <Man> <laughs> right, that's, actually,
2: that's actually a great point. Like we can see Taylor Swift in her comfies. But Harry's always wearing, like, I don't know, suspenders. It's like if it's like if you watched a female artist never not have a bra on.
1: Like Harry Styles is always wearing a bra. Yeah. Yeah. She's always wearing a bra. Like a hundred, like a corset even. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, someone said because like Harry Styles stops time to in- be real. Oh.
1: Is this good timing or bad timing? Great
2: timing. Harry stops and like talks to his fans a lot while he's playing, like during his shows. And I think Taylor doesn't do that. Like, he stops and do not comment on, like, outfits and signs. And Taylor doesn't do that. Like, people are, like, crying. Like, she didn't even notice my, like, she didn't notice my sign. But people are saying Harry Styles ruined other concerts.
1: You can't expect that from anyone but Harry Styles. Yeah, and
2: you gotta stop expecting from Harry Styles. (laughs) Yeah, please stop expecting it. Just give him a break. Yeah. Isn't it watermelon sugar about... What's the... What's a called? Squirt. Crotch. Squirt?
1: <laughs> Isn't that what he says? I thought it was just about cunnilingus in general.
2: He <laughs> sounded like the biggest nerd I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I want you to replay that.
1: <laughs> I thought it was just about cunnilingus in general.
2: You literally went... Um, it sounds like... <laughs> You fixed your glasses? (laughs) Actually?
1: Not taylorswift.com. She was named after singer-songwriter James Taylor. I hate that. 2009, her acceptance speech was interrupted by rapper Kanye West. Then, in 2009, she also did that T-Pain video called Thug
2: Story. Oh, I remember that one.
1: The Red Tour grossed over $150 million.
2: Her new tour is supposed to be like the highest grossing tour of all time. Sounds right. I hope so. Like, I hope there's not a tour that somehow made more money. Somehow, yeah. Is what I mean.
1: In November 2014, she removed her entire catalog from Spotify. And in 2015, she criticized Apple Music for not offering royalties to artists during the streaming services free trial period. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> I can't read any of this legal mumbo-jumbo about her albums, but, you know, she did that one thing where she re-recorded all her albums. She and Zayn from One Direction put out a song for the Fifty Shades Darker soundtrack.
2: Wow, and she was on the Twilight soundtrack. That's funny.
1: Because Fifty Shades...
2: Mm-hmm. fan fanfic of Taylor's <laughs> Twilight... And she dated Taylor Lautner. And taylor lautner was in twilight and taylor lautner was there when kanye jumped the stage was he yeah he presented the award to taylor whoa i didn't realize dating dating. (gasps) that's awkward oh i just was scrolling on her wikipedia and read a line i didn't like that'll happen
1: oh i forgot she was in cats Twenty
2: (laughs) nineteen. I also forgot she was in Cats with Jason Derulo. Yeah. And James Corden.
1: Uh huh. Love those two. Amidst the COVID nineteen pandemic, you know what? Also, maybe I'm just mad because why? How'd she put out an album in July of 2020 and December of 2020?
2: The first one came out in July.
1: Yeah. Gross. You know what I was doing in July of 2020? What? Probably face down in my own vomit
2: listening to dance moms <laughs> yeah
1: swift's 10th studio album midnights was released on october 21st 2022 she experimented with electronica and chill out music what does that mean chill out music Did she um, beats? loosely defined as popular music characterized by slow <laughs> and relaxed moods
2: weird she doesn't have a personal tab she has like public image which is sad
1: <laughs> she enjoyed Disney film soundtracks as a child so
2: she's a Disney adult
1: Swift is a modern poet with a true literary sensibility Swift performed during World Pride NYC 2019 at the Stonewall Inn Legacy how could we know that yet <laughs>
2: i think that every time i see a legacy town (laughs) right (laughs) like there's still time
1: (laughs) like i want to know like in my head legacy is like 20 50 100 years after they died
2: exactly Yeah. Elvis has a legacy oh yeah (laughs) no i think that every
1: time (laughs) it drives me nuts British academic Jonathan Bate likened Swift to William Shakespeare. Okay, well, you won't do that if she changes something. (laughs) What if she didn't write them? Right, like, what if something else comes out? Forbes estimates her net worth is $570 million. Highest paid celebrity of 2016, top earning female musician in four different years, including 2019, 2021, and 2022. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, <laughs> Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown. What kind of a name is Millie Bobby Brown? A Millie. It sounds that sounds like Charlie Brown's sister.
2: It's a lot. Is Bobby short for something? Robert.
1: <laughs> fuck Mary Kill, Taylor Swift, Millie Bobby Brown, and um.
2: Dan Schneider
1: <laughs> Ugh. I'm killing Dan Schneider
2: Um, uh, I think I have to fuck Taylor and marry Millie
1: mm-hmm. also
2: like maybe keep Millie off the streets you know like
1: she is engaged to Bon Jovi's son
2: I don't know how I feel about that no but if I know anything about Bon Jovi it's that like, the apple don't fall far from the tree
1: his father was probably very present during his upbringing you're right <laughs>
2: Bon Jovi. Is Jake Bon Jovi Bon Jovi's son? I Wait, like... Jake Bon Jovi is Oh I do not like the look of this boy. Uh-uh, he is up to no good.
1: I know, I have to Google Bon Jovi's son. His name is Jake
2: Bon Jovi.
1: John Bon Jovi's legal last name is Bon Jovi. Oh. B O N G I O V I 15 studio albums. Take that, Taylor Swift. Suck my dick. I'm jump Bon Jovi. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, he's from New Jersey.
2: Millie, I know you're not from here, but you cannot marry a Jersey boy. He can't even pump his own gas, Millie. Millie... Can Millie pump her own gas? This is a nightmare. I forgot she was British. I'm glad you said that. I wasn't sure if there was an accent for the show, if she was really... Which show?